Hope you had a good weekend. Good to be with you here today. We got a lot to cover in the uh, four hours. We're going to hear from uh, retired Old Dominion basketball coach Jeff Jones uh, this hour. I had a chance to talk to him today for about 10 to 12 minutes, uh, one-on-one uh, after the um, press conference. So we'll play that for you around 335. Uh, Kieran Donahue, the interim head basketball coach, will join us at 5 o'clock uh, after practice today as well. Uh, so obviously the news uh, gets out today. I, I think over the weekend there was um, it'll be Saturday. Uh, you know, being in the arena, talking to a lot of people, there was a lot of speculation this day was coming uh, soon. Maybe not as soon as Monday, but uh, I think people had a good idea it was coming. And certainly on Senior Night, to see the emotion Jeff Jones had in the arena uh, when he was there, and of course uh, he and Jason Wade uh, when when he met him out on the floor, how emotional that was. You know, you really kind of got the impression there was more to it than just, um, you know, coach, player, um, and a player that he really thought so much of uh, throughout his career. But anyway, uh, you know, today it was a packed house. I mean, man, you talk about people showing up. I mean, from the just the, the administration side, of course, you'd expect that. Uh, but there are, you know, former players, uh, current players were in there. Uh, the current staff, all of them were in there as well. Uh, you had uh, you know guys from um, UVA uh, past uh, Cornell Parker and Junior Burrow both coach here locally. Both are in the tournament, by the way, um, still going uh, in terms of uh, their seasons. And you know it was really cool. Coach Ronnie was in there. Um, you know Blake Taylor, of course, former coach, and obviously Jeff. Um, you know, really, just you know, he, he, it was hard. It was not an easy announcement for him. I felt for him. I mean, I, I knew Jeff before I ever started doing basketball games here two years ago for the school uh, from back at AU. Um, always is a very uh, accommodating guy with his time and his insights. I always appreciated that. Always enjoy talking to him. And, you know, like you said, his life changed when after that, you know, the heart attack. Uh, a lot of things changed for him. And, you know, he had to get serious about his health. And this is not a job that you can just tune some things out and it's there's a lot of things that that take place as a head coach beyond just the games themselves and the practices themselves uh it's a very stressful gig there's no question about it and you know he's as he said he was fortunate to be able to never really have to work a day of his life because he was always coaching basketball but that being said I mean it it takes a toll on you uh and we've seen this with coaches over and over um in all walks of coaching, right, throughout time, that the health part of it becomes the story here. Now, he is in good health. He wanted to make that clear. Um, you know, I sat with him, like I said, after the, the presser, and he looks good. He says he feels good. Um, and he's really uh, getting his um, weight under control, you know, eating better, all the things you're supposed to do, the things you really, quite frankly, cannot do when you're coaching all the time, <laughs> unless you have, like, a chef that's available for you 24-7. Because they're, you know, you're burning some hours. You're, you know, you're, you just like grab whatever's easy and convenient for you, food wise. I mean, it's, it happens. It, you know, that's what happens. So uh, it's good to see him in good health, feeling good. And you could see that obviously on Saturday when he was at the game. You know, hearing him go through just uh, all the things today, and we'll share some of that obviously when you when you hear the interview coming up. You know, his highs and lows. Um, you know, throughout his career, and certainly uh, the things that um, he. We'll remember most about coaching here. You know, he's not going anywhere. He's not leaving the area or going to retire like, you know, in Florida or something. He's going to be around Norfolk. He's going to stay. They love living here. They love being in the community. Uh, he and his wife, and, you know, he's got a lot of family, obviously, uh, got grandkids to, to think about too. So it was a um, an emotional thing today, and it was not easy for him to get the words out at times 
Uh, if you if you caught any of your seen any of the highlights, there, we'll play you some of the audio throughout the show from the press conference part and again the one on one interview. But what I but I you know the thing that really struck me about it was okay today's February twenty sixth. There's two regular season games left. There's still a tournament to be played. You know, getting the news out there early is probably the best thing for Old Dominion. Now I don't know if it's the best thing for Jeff Jones. I don't know if it's the best thing for. You know, the current group, and he admitted that it just wasn't going to ever be perfect. But, you know, the longer these things go on, where there's this uncertainty with the world we live in, with, with um, you know, certainly the transfer portal, uh, with recruiting classes, all these things, you really need to get moving on it. And because he decided to make this decision now public, it clearly gives the administration a, a jumpstart on getting out there and, and finding out what's next. And focusing on what's next. So from that standpoint, you know, that that was important and I'm and big that he was able to do it. I mean, amazing career, right? Five hundred and sixty wins uh through his time at Virginia, uh, American and here at Old Dominion, thirty two years. I mean, and, and do anything for thirty two years is impressive and obviously the last eleven seasons here. And there was some regret, certainly, as he said, he, we, we would have had hours and hours of things to talk about. He was disappointed he didn't, as he said, get a chance to come back and fix it because he felt like there were certainly some things, as we've seen this year, his team struggled mightily um, with you know, some of the roster deficiencies and then some of the teams, that, you know, players that had to be released and these kind of things. It's not been the smoothest of seasons, needless to say. So definitely some things you know, that he wishes he could have uh, had a hand in you know, correcting, uh, or as he said, fixing in his words today uh, as well. But, you know, given this news today, making it public, school knows, everybody knows, and you can do this with the lights on now, with I'm sure they're going to have some type of search committee already in place. They've already got that handled. They'll have the people that they want to go after. Hopefully we'll get to talk to Wood Sealy this week and get more of an idea, timetable, you know, kind of the process of all this thing. Because I think it's interesting how, how these things are done in college. It's not like the old days, you know. Remember this, James, when people would say to you, hey, I've got a list, a short list in my drawer. Yeah. Right, they say that. I mean, I'm sure they still do in, in theory, you know, these short lists in their drawer. But now it's a committee that kind of runs point on this stuff, doing the legwork for you. And I guess broadening the thing. And look, th- this is, I-, I think I can make it pretty simple, Okay. <laughs> I think this thing doesn't have to be very complicated, okay? And we'll, we'll get to more of that coming up here in a bit. I'm not, I'm not going to spill the beans right here. I was going to say, first. save it a little. Save, I'm going to give it all away in the first segment. But this thing could be pretty simple, okay, in terms of a search. But I do understand the the need to widen it, you know, bring in maybe some people you wouldn't have thought of you didn't even know were interested, right? Like, you got to listen to whoever and, and bring them in. And, you know, we talked about this with these NFL coaching search when it was – you know, the commander search when it was, you know, then going to the assistants and all those things, you know, you can broaden it, right? Like you need to find a, you know, a wide range of different type of candidates to talk to. And then, you know, at the end of it, you know, again, these, these search groups can just put you in these people in front of Wood Sea League and, you know, uh, President Hemphill and everybody that's going to be involved in the final decision here, it, but they have to make the call, right? Like they're going to have to make the call. Uh, when it's all said and done. And I think there's going to be some really good candidates. And, and there's some, you know, some very interesting options out there um, for this um, for this program. And I, look, the program, it's been a bad year. I mean, I don't think there's any other way to put it. And it's been frustrating, but there have been some positives that have come out of it. I think you fa- found out 
uh, that you have an incredible amount of support, and I don't think that goes unnoticed by people from the outside. They're like, what, wait, the last place team in the conference is still leading in attendance, really? Yeah. I mean, and it is, you know, and maybe it's not quite where it was a couple seasons ago, but it's still there at the core of it. And it's um, that's encouraging, I, I, I think, for whoever is on the outside looking in. And one of the things I asked Jeff Jones is to kind of, you know, sell the next person, if you will, uh, when we talk. So you'll hear the, that, like I said, at the bottom of the hour. All right, so the search is on. Um, we'll get to that. we got a lot of things to cover today. We, we'll do our usual football at four. Uh, there's Eric Enemy news. There's combine news. There's, there's franchise tag news out there um, to get to. We had this court storming issue over the weekend at uh, Wake Forest. That's been the hot button thing now. We're going to put college kids in jail. Is that what we're doing? I don't know. Are we locking college <laughs> kids so. up for going to courts? Uh, I don't know. If you ever stormed a court or a field in your life, uh, you better be careful. Scrub it from your socials, okay? Because they're coming after you. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll get into all that stuff as the program moves along today. And obviously, look, a lot about this uh, search for Old Dominion. Uh, we'll let you weigh in. Obviously, people have opinions. People have had opinions about this for a while, right? 757 687 687 94 I think, you know, throughout the season, it, it seemed like there was uh, going to be, you know, an announcement at some point. We just didn't know how soon or when or where. And obviously it's today that Jeff Jones makes the news public. Uh, we'll get to uh, your thoughts coming up. Uh, again, the uh, poll question is up and running, too, on the X. We'll uh, introduce that coming up on the other side and, and talk about this search uh, for the next basketball coach at Old Dominion where that search starts, where it may finish, all that. Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry King Law. Injured in an accident, call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. Yeah, El Chico Escuela. It was a good pull by Coach. Uh, back when Saturday Night Live was very funny. Garrett Morris, I believe, uh, did that. All right, welcome back. Uh, Scott Jackson Show, Priority Auto Sports Radio, 94.1. Although I, I do believe... I, I shouldn't say Coach Jones anymore, as he pointed out today. He's just going to go by Pop, which is uh, what his grandkids call him. Um, 757-687-9494 if you want to join us via the text line or the Valley Hills phone line. Um, look in here, uh, too, before we get back to the Old Dominion coaching search, which is uh, literally underway now as we speak. Um, the poll question today, which, of course, is brought to you by Dominion Floor Covering, is about the court storming over the weekend. Um Certainly, there is, um, you know, a lot of discussion about what should be done with what's going on there. So we are crowdsourcing it ourselves via the X uh, at Jackson Sports at ESPN Radio nine four one. What should the NCAA do about the court storming? Uh, first of all, just outlaw it completely, which is easier said than done. I get it. Uh, bigger fines slash security are status quo. You know, like. Think about how many times there are court stormings over the years and how many truly bad, bad things happen. Now, we don't know this about Filipowski. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Has there been an official injury? To, is he getting surgery today or anything? Nothing official. Is he in the hospital? Nothing of it. No, he, not in the hospital. Out, has he been ruled out for the NCAA tournament? We yet? have not seen okay. that, no. All right. Remember, we after Caitlin Clark's issue, there was a lot of freaking out, and she was fine. She was a little shaken up. There's no question. And it, it's not pretty. Like It's not a good situation. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, this just kind of reminds me of the handshake line conversation a few weeks ago because we had one group of, of craziness. We were just going to get rid of it forever all of a sudden. Uh, and again, I understand because I've covered a lot of basketball games in my life at the NBA level and at college level, and I've gotten to know a lot of the fine people that work security at these things. They cannot prevent a mess of people 
a mass of humanity coming. There's nothing they can do. No. You have to understand that. Unless we're going to bring in like the National Guard with hoses, there's nothing you can do to stop a motivated group of, yes, perhaps drunk kids. I, maybe they're high. I don't know. Or maybe they're just excited because they went to college for experiences like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to sit here like, oh, my God, how did I do this? When I was younger, we would never storm the court. No, I mean, yes, you would if it was worth it. Yeah, I mean, I was been at football games. I've seen it happen. It's, you know, you get it. I mean, it's big games, college, basketball, same deal. I understand the excitement. Now, should there be a better way to get the players in position where they're not in danger? Sure. Absolutely. And that's what we got to figure out. So anyway, the poll question's up right now. We're at the status quo uh, portion of the X, uh, followed by Outlaw completely. So it's 38.5, the status quo, 34.6 to Outlaw completely to bigger finds bigger security at 19.2% uh, as well right now. So anyway, have at it. Uh, we'll get back to the conversation. Obviously, you can always text us throughout the program. Um, Nick Popejoy says, um, storming the Bahamas Bowl field was one of the highlights of my fandom. See, there you go. There you go. There you go. Did they tear, did they tear the goalpost and take them down to like um, – uh, what's the cove there? Pirate Cove or whatever? Um, or what are they? <laughs> I think if they did, they would have thanked them. They were getting ready to, you yeah. know, revamp anyway. They need to revamp that uh, stadium. All right. So there's already been, you know, speculation for a few weeks. You know, Jeff Jones has been on the retirement watch list. Uh, so clearly, you know, people have come to some type of ideas as to what they would like to see for the next head coach. And, you know, they're going to use a search committee as they often do. Uh, in this day and age, um, you know, the athletic directors do, even though certainly the schools have a lot of say as to who they'd like to hear from and these kind of things. But I think, you know, I don't know how much the search committee gets paid, but I feel like I could save some money for a lot of people involved in this thing and just say, call the guy in College Park, Maryland, who played here and was part of one of the greatest upsets in the school's history, Mike Jones, in this, let's call it a day. And I, and I understand, again, they're going to have to do the wide net, all this stuff. Um, Mike makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons, right? I mean, former player, paid his dues as a coach on the high school level uh, at DeMatha, followed a legend, followed a legend in Morgan Wooten. Uh, they named the court after Mike this year at DeMatha. Yeah. Do, you, do you understand the, the gravity of that? I mean, anybody who grew up in D.C. understands who Morgan Wooten is. You don't even have to grow up in D.C. It's, it's one of the most storied high school programs. It's not a academy. Yeah, I mean, they, they recruit within D.C., but they're not flying kids in from all over the country to play right. for them. You know what I mean? And they're not, like, staying in dorms or whatever. I mean, so, look, the WCAC is one of the best – high school conferences period on a year in year out basis he excelled in that pressure cooker he excelled after replacing a legend there so for the save me on well he hadn't been a college head coach and that's a pretty damn high level of of coaching I, I dare say they've probably been on national tv as many times as our university over the last two decades possible you know seriously i'm not you know that's not a shot this is the reality i mean they've been they they are in the big spotlight games he was there for 19 years and kicked butt at it. Was excellent at it. And, you know, then went to college, you know, was at, was at uh, Virginia Tech for a couple seasons at Maryland this year. I believe he just scored a huge recruit for the Terps this past week uh, as well. As they got one of the biggest guys in the recruiting field. So, look, I, I mean, Mike makes a lot of sense. And I've gotten millions of texts about it from, you know, the whole season, people saying this over and over to me. And yeah, I mean, no, you're not going to get anybody to argue with you there. 
Now, will they interview more people? Of course they will, right? Like they're going to have to talk to a lot of people. But I'd say you wouldn't find anybody who would care about this university at the level that he would care about it. That's just the facts. Playing here means a lot, to, meant a lot to him. Um, and I think I can say this pretty securely and not say, like, man, I'm not just spitballing here. Nobody would care more about this job than he would. Nobody. I think it's a pretty safe bet, yeah. And that, I think that's important because – and not that I'm anti – look, VCU has run through how many coaches since Shaka Smart left? And even before that, right? Quite like a few, Even yeah. before Shaka got the job, right? And they replace him, and they get better, right? Like, they, they continue to get better, and they're in it. So, what, you know, maybe, I don't know, call Ed McLaughlin, too, see what the hell's he been doing because he's whatever he does, it works pretty well. But it's all joking aside here, I mean – you can't be afraid of oh god I don't want to hire somebody who might leave us. I mean you can't do it in fear. No, no. But I you know but I would say it does matter that you have somebody that has a obviously knows what what the program is about at its highest level, knows what um, you know the fan base thinks about the the program and what they expect out of it. He's gonna have expectations for it, care about it, and you know really you know it would be it mean more than just be a paycheck in a job for this person you know and that, that's mike i mean it would just mean more to him than anybody you could possibly dream up and somebody who might actually want to i don't know create a legacy here yeah that, that would matter that to too. him that to, yeah. to me it seems like that's something that would yep. be a goal of his is not just to to win here but to create lasting winning yeah. here because he knows what that felt like as a player and it's important to reach that level Again, yeah. so yeah, it's, I agree with you. It's, it just seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, people are going to tell me about Drew Williamson too, no doubt. Another former player, mean a lot to him as well. But I would say, if we're comparing resumes, I, I don't think it's comparable, frankly. Um, you know, third assistant at FAU is cool. It's a really good program right now. But, you know, head coaching experience that Mike has, Team USA, not, you know, all that. I mean, it's just, this is more there. Um, and who knows, maybe, you know, down the road, Drew makes sense, but I'm not sure right now is the time for that. And I mean, look at the the pedigree that Delisha Milton Jones had when when she was brought in. Yeah. And again, Team USA Team connection USA, there yeah. as well. So it, it just makes sense that mm-hmm. you want to bring people in that that have that winning experience as coaches and players, but also have a connection to to the university in the area. So I, I totally agree with you. I'm I'm on board. Yeah. So we'll see what they like. I think we hear a lot of names. I mean, there's going to be a lot of coaches that are going to show up that of we course, wouldn't yeah. have known about. You know, that you know, guys. I'm sure the big like the Big South has got a lot of really intriguing coaches that people send me and tell me about, and that's true, and I don't doubt it. But I'm just saying from a holistic approach as to who will care the most for this job that you could possibly bring in, it's going to be that guy. Mike Jones. I mean, it's not even close. And, oh, yeah, he is qualified on all levels that you're looking for for mm-hmm. the next coaching job. But, again, they will – the wide net, all that, I'm all for it. you got to do it. Um, you got you to meet people, learn about it, you know, go go from there. But, you know, this, this could be something that could be rather simple in a sense. Yeah. With bringing, yeah. bringing somebody home, so to speak. So I'll be interested to see how, uh, again, timetable-wise, how it moves along. And like, you know, look, you got guys that are working now too, right? I mean, everybody would hope, right? <laughs> I would imagine everybody they're talking to has a job right now, um, or is going to talk to, right? You know, why even do it? You know, it's just there's no real reason to uh, to uh, you know 
you know, to, to do, you know, to talk to anybody who isn't working. Right. At this point. right. You know? <laughs> it's like, all right, why aren't you working? What's going on with you? Yeah. You're, you're going to find people that are in jobs right now, in seasons and those kind of things. And you're going to have to, um, so you got to wait on their schedule. And the good thing with this day and age we live in, the Zoom interview or the ability to gas up the old uh, university plane, uh, whatever bus, whatever you want to do, whatever mode of transportation and get there and you know, meet these people on their turf, so to speak, before maybe bringing them down and knocking it out. So, I thought you were going to go with a pun there and say meet people on their turp. On their turp, yeah. I thought you were going <laughs> well, there. Well, you could meet you people didn't. on their turp so as I'm well. So I'm going to. Yeah, you do it. Thank you for doing that. That's very good. Um, I do want to get to the game from the weekend, which was delightful, by the way, on senior night. Um, we'll talk about that later in the hour. Uh, Jeff Jones, though, did give me some time after the interview, or the uh, I should say the announcement today. You'll hear that interview coming up here in a bit. Uh, 757-687-9494, 947-567-9494. Eric Bien-Ami, um has found a job. We will get into that at Football at 4 um, as well. And there's some combine stuff, tag stuff, a lot of things going on. So we'll cover it all. And yes, we'll get to the uh, court storming uh, numbers uh, as well. All right, 757-687-9494. Right, you just sent me something, too, that I forgot to mention in the open. Shame on me. We have race tickets to give away. Sure do. We have tickets to the Toyota Owners 400 NASCAR Cup Series race, which is coming up at the end of March, 31st. And, of course, it's at the Richmond Raceway. So, very drivable. We'll have a pair of tickets of those to give away. Apparently, the, the race this weekend, some people are calling it an all-time finish. Are you buying into that? I mean, three-wide photo finish? I mean, that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty damn amazing, right? Pretty dang amazing. Uh, 757-687-9494. 757-687-9494. All right, coming up, we'll uh, give away those tickets. I, I would say in the 5 o'clock hour. How about that? Want to say that right now? Sounds good. All right, Richmond Raceway tickets, 5 o'clock hour. Mark it down, uh, and I'll I'll be – if I don't, then we're in trouble. All right, 757-687-9494. All right, Jeff Jones um, spoke to him after his retirement announcement today. You'll hear that coming up next. Uh, And, again, football at 4. Eric Biennemi's got a new gig as he's going back to campus. We'll get to that as well. Scott Jackson, show prior to go to Sports Radio 94.1, brought to you by Larry King. Law injured in an accident, call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. James Witham, Scott, your sports center. Jackson here after uh, the retirement announcement with Jeff Jones. Get a few minutes with, uh, well, I was going to call you Coach Jones, but you told us after the press conference you're now Pop Jones. Pop. So, Pop. Um, so, Pop. So, obviously, emotional day for you to, to make this public, but it's certainly something you've been, been thinking about for a while. So, ultimately, what, what came down to the, the reasons why you think this is the time to go ahead and, and call it a career? Um, it was a combination of things, but I, I, I think uh, prioritizing my health, and I, I, I feel great. Um, I'm, I'm trying to be a good patient and do all the, the you know, the healthy things that you're supposed to do. And, uh, you know, I, I think being out of the pressure cooker that is college coaching uh, has, has uh, been beneficial for me. So, uh, you know, wanting to, to continue with, with, with that and feeling healthy and feeling good mentally and physically, uh, having an opportunity to to maybe make up for some lost time with with family uh, and, and spend uh, time with uh, with with uh, Danae and, and, and my my kids and uh, and especially grandkids, um, you know that that factored in and and you know I just think it's 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 time. You know you got to be all in uh, in this profession in order to to be successful. And while part of me really would have wanted to to, to come back and and, and maybe 
you know, fix things and turn them around because it's been a it's been a tough year. Um, you know, I, I I think it's time you know for me to step aside and it's time for somebody else to come in and and uh, you know hopefully uh, you know uh, give uh, uh, Monarch Nation uh, you know a, a, a team and continue the tradition of uh, of, of uh, excellence um, that is expected and deserved. As you uh, when you stepped aside, obviously the, after what happened in Hawaii and everything. Uh, was it hard to really kind of pull back? I know they're telling you to do that. Oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. But was that was that challenging for you? It was um, uh, a couple times. I think I tried to cheat, and that's uh, that's when I found out that uh, the staff was under orders uh, by Wood Sealing to to not share uh, any uh, you know uh, not, not not concerns, but you know any of the the, the issues of the day. Um, and, uh, you know, that when, when, when my text to, to somebody on the staff went unanswered, I understood why it was. So uh, it, it was hard, but eventually I got, I got used to it. Um, the, the real hard thing was, you know, not being at the games and, you know, not checking the whole time. I, you know, I, I, I couldn't watch. And, I, and, and uh, as much as I love Dennis Wolf and uh, uh, Ted Alexander, you know, I, 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 it would be too nerve-wracking to, to listen. So, uh, uh, you know, I just I just check the score periodically. We did test you a couple of times. We mentioned you that we knew you weren't watching, so I knew I would have gotten a text if you were. So I figured out that you were definitely under doctor's orders at that point. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't really doctor's orders, but you know, when they say avoid stress, I'm, I've got enough self awareness to know that if I was watching the game, I probably would be you know yelling at the the TV screen. Well, seeing you here Saturday night, you know, I could tell that was very emotional for you. Uh, but uh, the moment with Jason Wade, I mean, I talked a lot about him in the press conference, but th- that seemed, uh, you know, to be uh, obviously something that uh, you felt was very important to, to be here for him. And I know Ty's obviously part of that, but obviously the relationship you have with Jason, it goes a little deeper than most. It does. And uh, ultimately, you know, I, I was definitely here for, for both of those guys and to have a chance to see the team as well. But uh, ultimately, it, it, it I was here because of Jason Wade and what he means to me, what he means to Old Dominion basketball, uh, you know, everything he, he, been, he, he had been through and, uh, you know, his, and fought through and, 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 and beat. Uh, and, and so uh, it, was, uh, it meant a lot for, for me. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I mentioned in the press conference, Jason actually called me on Friday uh, and knowing that he wanted me to be there, um, was uh, you know especially gratifying. Seeing all the people here today, I mean, you had former players, you know, current players, coaches as well. Um, what, what did that mean to you? That room was full. I mean, it was it was standing room only, literally. Uh, where they packed us in there? I mean, they might have needed to pick a bigger room next time. Uh-huh. Um, it was uh, it was pretty special. Um, I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, you know, I knew a, a couple people said, "Hey, I'm going to stop by," but. Um, it was uh, it, it was very very nice, uh, and uh, you know I don't, I don't know how many how many different ways I, I can say appreciative or, or grateful, but uh, that's that's exactly you know uh, it's exactly the way it it, it it felt just just seeing those people there. Look, looking back on your tenure here is you know certainly the the team that won the Sun Belt excuse me the uh, Conference USA stands out, but what, what are some of the other things that uh, you look back on and you maybe you're most proud of with your time here? Well, um, our, our uh, top 25 ranking didn't last very long, but, uh, you know, re- reaching, reaching that for the first time in the history of Old Dominion. Um, 
you know, it was it was disappointing being the first team out of the NCAA tournament. Uh, but what was that? Fifteen, I think, and and and, and making it yeah. to. You know the 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 NIT semifinals in Madison Square Garden. You know with with Trey Freeman's uh, uh, shot uh, against Murray State, um, and and people might not understand, but winning the uh, the Vegas uh, sixteen tournament because um, that team. You know we struggled early. We had injuries. A really difficult uh, early schedule and. You know the the non-conference wasn't that 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 great, and we kept getting better and better and better, and lost on a really really tough uh, uh, with two seconds ago a tough foul call against Middle Tennessee in the championship game of, of uh, Conference USA tournament, um, and we, you know we didn't really have a place to go, and so Vegas 16 was uh, a brand new tournament, um, and it was legit. I mean every team in there we of eight teams. That was that was always it was the sixteen, but it only had eight teams. But um, so seven seven teams had better uh, uh, RPIs than we did, and of the eight teams, seven teams had twenty win seasons. So this is not like it was a you know a, a bowl game with both teams are six and six, or you know some of these other tournaments where you got teams that you know barely have winning records. Um, and to win uh, three three nights in a row uh, with Aaron Baycote and Trey Freeman as seniors on that team, to have a chance to send them off uh, on, on a positive note, that was certainly a highlight, I, I think, as well. Now, was, um, I know you said you don't really have any plans, per se, right away. Uh, but you know, the, as, as you, you know, figure out what's next, I mean, do you still feel like it is in basketball some way or another? Um. I don't know. That that's the part I don't know. I I do think you know, and, and, and as I, I touched on in, in the press conference a little bit, you know, so much of, of basketball is, is about the relationships, and and as, as a coach, you get the the, the honor of uh, impacting young people, and so whatever it is, you know, is is it going to be involved in basketball? Uh, there's probably a good chance that it's not, but hopefully, uh, what whatever that that next chapter is. Uh, I'll be able to Im- impact uh, people's lives in, in a positive way, you know, whatever that may be. What would you tell anybody that's out there, you know, listening that would be interested in this job? What, what's what's the strengths of come, coming to Old Dominion? Well, I mean, you, the, the the fan base. I mean, you know, it. Um, you you, you got to be ready. There are high expectations. You know, not coming in here, and you know, people aren't going to be. Uh, you know, happy with with okay. You know, they they, they do expect and, and rightfully so. Uh, they they do expect excellence. Um, but the the fan base, they're going to come out. They're going to support your team. Uh, the facilities are are terrific, and and I would say the best in the Sun Belt. Certainly, we're the best in, in Conference USA. Um, you have a, a great president, um, uh, a great AD, uh, and and an opportunity. I think. Um, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, there's a transfer portal and everything, and but you know, we we we've signed a really good recruiting class. If you can keep them, if you can keep the the, the, the core of, of this year's this year's team, I think there's a, a nucleus to to turn things around really really quickly. 
Nice. No, you said you're not going anywhere. You're staying in this area. You, you love this community. You love being part of this neighborhood um, it, as you move forward. But yet you, you don't fish. You don't golf, which is shocking. Um, so so <laughs> we're trying to figure out a hobby for you. I told you you could always come in and talk basketball on the radio station if you wanted to do that or anything else or baseball, obviously, the Nationals. I, you know, I, I think I can find things to do. I, you know, I, I, I love going to uh, other ODU sporting events. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard sometimes to get to a lot of them because, you know, the fall sports, we're getting ready and we're practicing. And so, I, you know, I, I, I certainly think that uh, is, is something that, uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be uh, uh, undertaking. Um, uh, but I, I don't know. But, you know, I, I'll, I think I'll have fun trying to figure that, that out. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, I know I'll have my reading and, and my walking. I, those, those are the two things. And then, uh, you know, I'll fill in the time around those. Well, we'll love to see you at a baseball game. You want to go to Tides the game, you let us know. I can hook you up, uh, get you some tickets, uh, probably help you at ODU too. I think somebody might be able to help you with that. But, uh, Coach Jones, best of luck to you. Uh, pleasure uh, working with you these last several years uh, while doing the broadcast and, and all your insights and basketball knowledge. We'll be tapping into it, I'm sure, in the future. Thank you, Scott. I, I really appreciate uh, Obviously, we knew one another from back in D.C., but uh, no one was more excited uh, uh, than, than I when, when, when you, know, you moved down here full-time. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it's great working with you, and I'll, I'll look forward to continuing our relationship. Appreciate that. Jeff Jones with us here on the day he announced his retirement here. Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. All right, that was Jeff Jones today at his uh, announcement that his, he is retiring uh, we'll talk to Kieran Donahue, the interim head coach, at five o'clock about uh, obviously the news of today and the team. They still got games to play, regular season, uh, then the conference tournament as well, and um, you know how uh, Kieran felt felt after big win over the weekend over Coastal Carolina. I mean, like going away kind of win, seventy five fifty nine. Haven't been uh, a lot of them lately for this team. They were, you know, in the middle of a six-game losing skid, and I think like four of the games they lost had been by a total seventeen points, and been getting close and felt a little snake bit. So I'm sure it was a bit cathartic to get a W that way. So we'll uh, talk about that with him at uh, five o'clock, and again about uh, you know it's a tough spot the, the team's in. There's no doubt with um, the news being out there. Although let's be honest, I mean, with the world, the way the world is, and the way these kids are, I mean, it's, they're not clueless right like no i think of, they kind of knew yeah they kind of heard all the speculation and everything so you now it's official official at least you know people can stop whispering <laughs> well and, and you saw the results you know coaches back on the floor for the first time yeah. albeit in the pregame sure back there for the first time since, since december 20th with the team and and to see you know with with, with that and with jason wade and everything being, being senior night for him i just it galvanized this team in a way that we haven't seen in quite a while, it seemed like. Yeah, I, in you know, and again, it was yeah, and I and obviously you heard Jeff just talk about it if you heard the interview, like the kid went through so much, right? Jason Wade went through he so did. much, um, physically and mentally. I don't think everybody knows the story by now. If you have it, it's Harry Miniman wrote an amazing piece on it a couple of years ago about uh, you know the mental health side of it, and I think we're a little bit more open about these things now, thankfully, right? Like, this this happens. This poor kid, you know, was such an... If you remember Jason Wade, the freshman, right? How explosive of a player he was. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, this kid is a small... Like, is it an off guard, but he plays just, like, with reckless abandon. I mean, he tried to finish everything with such uh, power at the rim. I mean, he was such a leaper, and just, he was just a tough kid. And still, you know, and still has a lot of that stuff, but obviously lost a lot athletically because an Achilles and a knee injury 
takes a lot out of you. Then obviously there's the mental side of it. Came back last year, um, you know, was a heavier player. A lot of it was because the medication he was on, you know, and then, you know, since been off that and he looks, you know, his body's in great shape and he was kind of back to being a little bit more looking like himself, but yet he's still being asked to play, you know, as like in this game, if you saw this game, at times he was playing um, a guy in uh, John Ogiaco who was, you know, about 50 pounds heavier than him and about seven, seven inches taller than him. It's wild. But he's been doing that all year, right? Mm-hmm. And, and holding his own when he needs to and stretches. And they just like, if you, you know, again, Plus minus can can be deceiving sometimes, but you know when he comes in the games, good things tend to happen. Like the ball moves better, you know the screening's better. I mean, he does all the little things that you know are, are the you want to call them the dirty work or the fundamentals of basketball, whatever it may be. Clearly, grew up in a basketball household. His dad played at this university, as most people know. Uh, Big time player. You know his his mom, of course, went here as well. Was a, was a cheerleader, so they, they, you know they know ODU right, like they're ODU people. And he's just played, you know, his tail off every time he's been on there. People really appreciate it, and they got to really, you know, celebrate him um, the other night because of all the things he's been through. And I really, I'm bummed the kid doesn't have another year. It would be great. Me if they too, could, yeah. You know, I think he'd be helpful to a, especially if it is a young team next year, which it could be, uh, if they can maintain all this that they have coming in, you'd want a guy like that on your team, you know, as an example kind of guy. So, anyway... It, it was really cool, and, and obviously it meant a lot to Jeff and him, you know, being out there. And you could you could feel it in the building. It was it was quite something. And then you know, Ty Williams, you know, senior here, one year, been here <laughs> yep. one year, uh, you know, transferring over from Oregon. You know, it was a at junior college he led the nation in scoring one year. So I mean, I knew the guy could score. Now he's not afraid to shoot, and sometimes that's good, and sometimes that's not so good. Uh-huh. But he was hitting them early. He got off to a crazy start. Now, Coastal Carolina also decided they wanted to turn the ball over, like almost every possession, right? <laughs> they were they were just so nonchalant with the basketball. It was amazing. And so they kind of started a feeding frenzy early. But then they settled in the game, and they were ahead a couple times, you know. And then they know you made a great run at the end of the game, which is the opposite of what happened to them so many other times this year, including, you know, two nights before that against – a much better App State team. Let's be honest. I mean, App State. Oh yeah, oh yeah. App State's going to be if if App State or, J, or George or George Mason James Madison doesn't win the conference, I'd be shocked if one of those two doesn't. I mean, and I know anything can happen in these tournaments and all that stuff, but if one of those two teams doesn't, it would be absolutely shocking. Um, and, and I've crowdsourced this enough now. I feel I can say it with certainty, especially since Madison didn't lose to Georgia Southern this past week, and although they were losing through a lot of that game. I think if Madison gets to the finals with 30 wins, I think they're in the NCAA no matter what happens. Now, the sucky part for App State is I don't think I could say the same for them. I think no. they could run the table, no. lose in the finals, and not be in, and hopefully get in an IT, but I don't know. It's not guaranteed anymore. Uh, I think their resume for the NIT is pretty good, but they don't want mid majors in the NIT anymore. At least that's what they're signaling. It doesn't look like it. So, anyway. I mean, they should be. I mean, they're the, they'd be the regular season champs. They would have beaten Madison twice and then lost to him a third in a third meeting. But anyway, all that being said, from the ODU side of it, it was it was a again cathartic kind of win. Danny Pounds, the freshman, played his butt off. He's been playing really well down the stretch in 21 minutes. It's like the light has finally clicked on. Like everything, he's not fouling as much. He's um, he's just playing free. I mean, he was great on the boards. And again, a, a tough matchup. I mean, Ojiako, 
who I don't know, people follow recruiting, but he was here this summer and here, I mean, you know, at ODU, they had a pretty good feeling about him uh, as he was doing his tour after going, you know, he's at George Mason last year. He'd been at Virginia Tech, I want to say the previous couple seasons. Um, but, you know, in the end, it ends up going to Coastal. He flipped the Coastal and he's been really good. They've had a weird year, too. They're, you know, obviously Cliff Ellis, legendary coach, was oldest coach in division. When basketball, he retires. Um, you know, they have an interim coach who's same type of situation as ODU, except Ellis retired what, eight games into the year. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. So, anyway. But, yeah, that was um, it was nice to see for them. And that, now they have to, you know, like another thing just to add to the list of, okay, now you, you know this news. I mean, and look, for a lot of these guys – you know, it's not going to matter anyway. You know, it wasn't going to matter what, what next year held anyway because they're, they're leaving after the season. So I don't know if it's that big of a, a, a thing. I think, you know, maybe for more so about the guys coming in, right, that class, right. this is where this becomes important. Um, Chauncey Jenkins was at uh, the thing today for Jeff Jones uh, as well. And, um, you know, Jason Wade was there, one of the players that I saw, and apparently they even met with the team 8 o'clock this morning. Gave them the news, or 9 o'clock, I guess it was, because somebody had 8 o'clock class or something. So they gave them the news after the staff had found out last night, and I guess this is how it started kind of filtering out that uh, this this decision was going to be made public today. All right, we'll uh, get back to some of this coaching search stuff. 5 o'clock hour, Kieran Donahue will join us as well after practice today, the interim coach, uh, get his thoughts on um, things moving forward here. And uh, coming up next, though, football at 4. Eric Bieniemy has found a gig after – Kind of a uh, quiet offseason for him after the commanders let him go, or did they, a few weeks ago? We'll get to that as well. All right, Scott Jackson, show priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. We are brought to you by Larry Kinglaw, injured in an accident, call 757-INJURED, 757-INJURED. Uh, James Witham's got your sports center.